Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Hello, 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 hello. I am the Commissioner Christopher Perry, and that other hello was Andrew Majorkirth. Say hello again. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Andrew, it's good to be with you here on a Wednesday night talking about the uh, Western Collegiate Hockey League, huh? Yes, yes. Before here we are. Bef- before we get going, I have to give you some props. Last week we played Fact or Fiction. Oh, boy. With regard to Missouri State, right? And it was Midland was coming to Missouri State, and it was fact or fiction, Missouri State sweeps, and you said it was a fact, and guess what? It happened. It happened. It happened. Lucky you, you, lucky you. You know, they say the the sun shines on the dogs, you know what, every now and then. (laughs) I was was beginning to wonder how how deep into that you were going to go or not. (laughs) I was like, I don't have have an edit button here. I don't have a beeper button. Oh, no. Did I have you sweating there for a second? You did. You did indeed. <laughs> oh, Midland, uh, Midland, and Missouri State were sweating, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, just the, uh, the the barn doors kind of get blown off of it a little bit. Missouri State wins on Friday night, eight to five, in a wild affair. Yep. And then yep. Uh, they come back and win the game. Missouri State wins on Saturday, five to three, with an empty net goal against Midland. So they sweep. Andrew's fact prediction comes true. Andrew, tell me what you thought of the weekend. Well, you know, it kind of went kind of like what we had talked about last week. Um, you know, was it going to be a penalty-filled affair between the two? And uh, it turns out that it was, you know. I, <laughs> Missouri State goes three of nine on the power play, and Midland goes one for five on the power play. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if you look at it, there, there was – it was interesting. Midland took 41 penalty minutes, and Missouri State took 33 – and what do we ended up having here? One of the one of the Midland kids, Ian McHenry, took a DQ for fighting, and then uh, Ted Cardinal from Missouri State took a five minute major for fighting in a DQ. So, and that was all what in the second period there. Wow. So kind of kind of kind of went down the way we thought it was going to go down. But on a on a brighter note for all of these teams, yeah, Missouri State Josh Bell. We had to throw out a big congratulations to him. His first collegiate hat trick of his career. Isn't that hard to believe? His first collegiate hat trick. It is. It See, is. I when I Yeah, it seems like he's been around forever. He would have had a hat trick, you know, in each of the five years he's already played. Yeah, no, totally. I, I was kind of surprised when I heard that little tidbit. I watched a post game show with Steve Casson and um and their coach, the assistant coach and uh, Mr. Cook there. Yeah. And they got to talking about it, and I, I, I paused it, and I, I backed it up a little bit, and I was like, "What did I just hear?" And yeah, first, so big congrats to him on a, in his first uh, collegiate hat trick there. He had a big day because he had he uh, what three goals and two assists on that uh, eight to five game on on Friday, and then the the next night the kid comes back with another two goals and one assist. So what's that? I yeah. mean, Matt's uh, what thirteen goals, and he had a hand in eight of them. Yeah, that's. That's you not know, bad. Yeah, you know, I, I don't want to sound like we're we're hockey guys here, but you know we've we've talked in in weeks past that Missouri State needs Mr. Bell to uh, be on his A game if they're gonna if they're gonna win hockey games, and he was on his game this weekend, and they and they pulled out the sweep. So he was indeed. He was indeed. Yeah. Matt Griffin took the win on Friday night for uh, for the Ice Bears. Brady yeah, Griffin's younger brother. Yep. Yeah, first. Uh, first. Uh, collegiate D1 win of his career. So really? congrats to him. Wow, look at I, you. I, I heard that on the uh, on the post-game show with uh, Casson and uh, Cook there. Wow, man, I'm, I'm going to have to, I didn't realize, I didn't, you're just putting me to shame here. I didn't realize how, uh, how deep into this you really were. Oh, well, you know, I'm regional podcasting superstar. We got to, we got to. <laughs> We got to be firing on all on all cylinders. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Brady uh, Bailey Stevens uh, took the game on uh, 
on Saturday night, wins it. Both of them see about somewhere around 35, 40 shots a game. So it wasn't like Midland didn't have any chances. Yeah, they... Yeah. They outshoot. Yes. Uh, they outshoot Missouri State on Saturday and on Sunday, and uh, it's just poor. Uh, you know, they they were a little bit better. You know what? If uh, you know, to Midland's defense, if their power play, they went they went an astonishing one for eleven. You know, we've we've talked about this in years past. Eleven opportunities, and you go one for eleven. You know, you kind of shooting yourself in the foot there. You know, yeah, yeah. But then you. But then you got to change gears and you got to give it up to Missouri State for holding them to one for 11 on the power play. So, that's, you know, that's just it. Missouri State played well in uh, uh, both nights. Everybody got some Andy's ice cream, at least uh, $1 Sundays, I think it is. I always got a kick out of that little uh, promotion that they have. They spell Andy's behind the uh, Missouri State bench, and with every goal, yeah. they turn one of the letters around. And five goals, everybody bring your ticket stub and you get a free uh, a $1 Sunday at Andy's. And I just thought to myself, here it is. Everyone's freezing their chaps off, and you want to go out and get a dollar ice cream. Hmm. And, you, and you're standing at the door collecting all the tickets as the people are walking out, right? <laughs> Damn right. I was. That's what I do when I go to Missouri State. I'm like, hey, unused ticket subs, please. Unused ticket subs. I'll just go and gorge myself at Andy's. <laughs> Call it Chrissy's. Turn, turn, change yeah. the name to Chrissy's. <laughs> Fat guy's ice cream place. <laughs> you're not supposed to tell my secrets andrew come on <laughs> that's good stuff hey the nice thing for missouri state is they had four wins on the uh on the weekend because they not only did they win on the ice they won off the ice capacity yep. crowds of 350 both times so uh general manager ryan armstrong and uh founder and um leader um of all things missouri state stan melton they both had to be very very happy with the weekend how it turned out yeah yeah, that's that's a good weekend all the way around, right there. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Congrats to all those guys. And they got uh, the nice thing too was they got some of their uh, their younger kids scoring as well. The the Baginski kid scored yep. a couple of goals, and uh, that Whitethop kid. I'm saying that name wrong. Maybe since you heard Casson and Cook on the post game show, maybe you know the proper pronunciation. That 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 I'm I'm out on that one. Uh, okay, okay, sure thing, sure thing. So, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a good weekend. It was fun to, uh, fun to, fun to listen. How about this? I heard a name from a blast from the past and for us in the central hockey league and for some in the national hockey league, um, it, it, it uh, you'll recognize the name, but I heard an interview with Gary Unger. Oh boy. Yeah. Coach, Coach Unger. Yeah. I, I thought, oh boy. Now, now granted the interview was more about, you know, Gary and his playing days, uh, you know, against the Kings and uh, that kind of oh. stuff. It didn't have an awful lot to do with Tulsa. But uh, just the, yeah. just the, the name, all of a sudden I envisioned a tan suit and some cowboy boots walking across the ice. and uh, the, the, the madman. Yeah, Gary Unger, what a, what, what a legend he is. He Not, not only yeah. a St. Louis Blues uh, legend, but also a, a Tulsa Ice Oiler legend. Yeah, yeah, he he was he was a good dude. I liked I liked Coach Unger in my in my dealings with him up there. Yeah, I didn't, but uh, that's all right because I I didn't deal with him. He was the coach of the of the other team, so yeah. But it was yeah. it was kind of cool to listen to him, and uh, you know he's he's I I have a I, you know now I'm 54. Uh, back then I was you know 20 something and stupid, and <laughs> um, you know you you think you're 10 feet tall and bulletproof, but now I have a deep appreciation for all of the. Uh, for a lot of those those guys that played, you know, way back when, because that was a tougher time. And oh, it was. Yeah, can you imagine was, the the gear they played with? Well, yeah, the the gear they played with, and then, you know, I I talk about this a lot with some of the younger guys that that see these NHL guys and some of these pro hockey players, and they think they're so tough. And I'm like, these guys couldn't hold a jock strap to the guys back in the day. I no, mean, no, no, you had to. I mean, you had to be a man. When you got out there, if you weren't, you didn't last long. That's the truth. That's the truth. And they're out there playing in straight blades and uh, straight yeah. wooden stick blades, and you know they've got newspapers for uh, for shin guards, and you know it's just amazing the the, the terrible equipment that they played with at the time. And uh, yeah. but boy, what what is so? Anyways, it was good to hear uh, good to hear Coach Unger on the uh, on one of the intermission things. So. 
Very, very nice. All right. Anything else, uh, Braggard, that you have to uh, offer about your Missouri State sweep? Oh, no, I think I'm good. I've, I've, I've beat that horse enough. Well, you let's uh, we'll, we'll we'll do a little bit more factor fiction uh, looking forward, but let's go through the rest of your predictions oh, and see how right. it turned I'm out. Sure, uh, I think I went five for five. I'm pretty I, sure I did. I, well, well, let's let's let's. Uh, I think that's fiction because wow. the first question was: Would Ohio we're gonna, outside, we're gonna bring an outside records keeper in for this? Then. <laughs> you trust but verify. The first uh, the first thing for factor fiction was uh, Ohio and Adrian, are they going to split? And you said that was a fact. And unfortunately for you, Adrian swept Ohio 5-2 to two and 5 to nothing. Oh, I, yeah. I think you have a couple of thoughts on Ohio. Um, we, we'll well, probably talk about those in the rankings when we get to the rankings, but I think you have something oh, yeah. to say about Ohio. No, I got something to say, all right. Now, what, now <laughs> you, you, we, I asked about the games in Michigan, would they be canceled? And you said that was fiction, and you were correct because – Concordia Ann Arbor hosted some games. Rochester and Cleary played. Aquinas played. Um, so those were all Calvin played. Um, so those that was you were correct on fiction. So you were one and zero there. One and one, two and yeah. one because you had Missouri State sweeping Midland. Let's see there, I won the week. Oh, hold on, hold on there, Tiger. Uh, Maryville, you said it was, it was going to be a fact that Maryville would sweep McKendry on the weekend. And as it turned out, uh, Maryville and McKendry split. Come on. McKendry beat Maryville at McKendry's place three to one. And Maryville returned the favor. Once they got home, they beat McKendry five to two the next night. So but ne- I think, but I think I, I think I called both home teams went in there. If it was, <laughs> I think I called if it was a split, both home teams were going to, were going to defend their turf. <laughs> Oh, so so you want half credit? Is that what this is? Yeah, uh, yeah. Half credit. All right, all right. Here we go. And then, um, <laughs> and then um, you had said um, uh, Iowa State and Lindenwood. Iowa State was traveling to Lindenwood, and um, I said that uh, the question was, would Iowa State win a game? And you said that was fiction, and that was correct. Iowa State did not win a game. Iowa State uh, lost on Saturday three to two to Lindenwood, and then they lost the next night uh, two to nothing to Lindenwood. So let's see here. There's one, two and a half, three. So three and a half to one and a half, I guess, out of the five is what you I, officially I, get credit for. I win the week right you, there. You would have won it even without the half. It would have been three and two. So <laughs> quit, quit, quit your gritching. Quit your gritching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you did yeah, well. Yeah. You did well. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we have officially 20, 21 teams now that have started to play um, ACHA hockey here. Um, let's see here. I think we added with Cleary and Roosevelt. Roosevelt is the former Robert Morris, Illinois. Robert Morris, Chicago. Yeah. Um, so Cleary out of Michigan and uh, Roosevelt started to play. Now Roosevelt ended up playing a Division Two team out of Illinois, and they lost both of those games. Uh, so that's kind of scary. Cool. But uh, yeah, but they they're playing. They're playing. So they, we have officially twenty one teams that are playing. They're they're doing more than uh, most of us are, right? Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? We did have some uh, news come out uh, after our podcast uh, last week. Uh, the University of Arizona officially announced that they were not going to play uh, through the rest of the year. Uh, they were desperately trying to get something to happen. Um, and uh, I know that Coach Berman and uh, Troy Vaughn at the uh, at the in Diane Goodrich at the University of Arizona through their hockey program. Uh, desperately were trying to uh, create some protocols and uh, where they could safely play and also where they could uh, safely um, travel and play other folks, and it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. So. Yeah. It stinks, stinks for those guys having to make that call. It does. It does. And as Coach Berman pointed out to me, it's uh, this the second Nationals in a row for some of his better players that have been canceled. You know, last year's Nationals at Frisco got canceled. Yep. And now these guys aren't going to get a chance to go to Nationals uh, this year. So uh, guys like Anthony Cusinelli, uh, WCHL um, all-conference player, uh, guys like Bailey Marshall, yeah, uh, guys like Anthony Churro. Well, Marshall and Cusinelli are uh, seniors. I don't know that they're coming back. Churro is, I think, is coming back. 
Um, but yeah, it sucks for those guys. Yeah, it does. Uh, it takes a takes a good opportunity away from those guys, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, from that whole team, uh, but especially yeah, the does, seniors. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, and that's what I that's what I feel that's what I feel the worst about with all of this is the seniors, right? That this was their last hurrah, and what a way to go out here, right? Yep. Yep. So uh, so Arizona joins the uh, officials. Uh, or joins the the teams that have officially announced that they are not doing anything, and that would be Arizona State, UNLV, uh, Colorado State, and do, 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 do Oklahoma. Um, and so that leaves uh, Colorado, uh, Col- University of Colorado, Central Oklahoma, uh, and Utah as uh, oh, and Grand Canyon as Grand Canyon, yeah. out there as possibilities of trying to get something going, but re- let's talk realistically Yeah, with yeah. U of A and ASU shut down. Grand Canyon can't leave the state to play teams. That so shuts I, them down for I the most part. Th- I think it effectively, I don't know that they'll an- announce that, um, but it, for all practical purposes, it puts the kibosh on them. Yeah. And I mean, you think with the, with, with both Arizona's out, UNLV out, you know, that kind of leaves Grand Canyon and uh, Utah kind of on an island out there. So, yeah, you know, really, really makes it tough for those guys. So, yeah, Utah is going to uh, Utah still hasn't received any clearance. And like I said, there's nobody out there for them to play. Colorado hasn't received clearance from their school yet to play. And even if they do, they're limited to playing in state. And there's no other Division One team to play in state. So uh, they're up against it. And then Central Oklahoma is. Uh, you know, they're trying, but they were pretty much in the same boat as Arizona. And uh, I, I think I think with uh, with four weeks left to go in the what's left of this extended pandemic season, I think it's yeah, fair it, to say that Central Oklahoma is not going to be able to go either. Yeah, they, they had a pretty good they had a pretty good mountain to, to hike to get there to, to play. So, yeah, yeah. Which, again, it just stinks because, um, stinks. I, you know, there are some there's some folks like Colorado State. You know, they've they didn't even have they didn't even ha- really have a head coach. I mean, they hired a local guy to kind of help them guide them through the season. But I've never spoken to him. Um, yeah. And uh, so there are some. I, I bring that up because there are some teams that made an effort um, to to try. And I'm not saying that they didn't want to play. I'm just saying. Yeah. So. I know the extent to what Central Oklahoma, to what you and Austin Miller at Oklahoma did, to what Chad Berman and Diane and, and Troy at Arizona did. Yeah. Um, to what Anthony at uh, Anthony Green or Veneri at UNLV did, to what Tate Green at, at ASU tried. You know, I know that those guys, you know, everybody fought hard for their team. And at some they point, did. They did. yeah, it, at some point, there's just a. A, a tipping point where you know is it worth it to you know cut your nose off to spite your face to be able to play for these month or two months here in this season or however long it is that you can play in this season versus the long term yep. you know staying in the good graces of your university for the long term yeah, uh, goal yeah because we're gonna we're gonna be here for a while and you know that's you hope yeah you know, it's yeah, you hope, and you know, Coach Miller and I talked, and and you know, we put a we put a pretty valiant foot forward to try to make something happen. And I told him, I said, hey, I said, you know, it it may happen, it may not, but at the end of the day, I'm going to be able to go go home and go to sleep and sleep well and not lose any sleep over the fact that well, I could have done this, I could have done that, and it's just to you know, it's just to go to bat for your players and 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 especially your seniors, right, and kind of and and do right by them. So when, when they leave your program, they leave with respect for you and knowing that you had their back and, and had their best interest in mind, right? Yep. 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 Well, that, and that's that's just it. I mean, everybody fought hard for their team all in different ways. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, nine of the ten teams, it looks like, are going to uh, not be able to go this year. And so, yep. uh, Missouri State, congratulations. He, yeah, you guys win. You guys win. You guys win. Are you, are you, are you, giving, them, are you giving them a banner? Uh, no banner, no trophy. This is a uh, pandemic year. Mm. Yeah, I if know. I, 
If I was those guys, I'd be I'd raise the stink on that one. But you know, it Co- is what it is. Coach, Coach Law was already he was already giving me a hard time. He was saying, you know, hey, I, I guess I've got Coach of the Year, Conference Coach of the Year locked up, huh? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and he was telling me about all of his all rookie team and the and the you know all conference team, everybody coming from Missouri State, and I was like, yeah, well. well speaking of him, I, I got another computer here fired up in front of me. I'm going to send him an email right now and Uh-oh. say, hey, you should you should. You should start beckoning and hammering on Perry for the uh, trophy and a banner this year. Yeah. By, yeah. By God, I'm doing it right now. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate <laughs> appreciate all that help there, amigo. And oh, that's, you're welcome. That's the end of the WCHL podcast. We'll be. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll catch you next week. We'll, we'll delete this episode and we'll never talk about it ever again. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, let, let's do this. Let's take a quick uh, a quick break. We'll hear a horn or something and maybe some Chance the Rapper, and uh, we'll come back. And, Andrew, I know you're chomping at the bit because you want to talk about the rankings that came out today. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, but, hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. <laughs> Andrew, hey, before we get going on the rankings, before you get going on the rant, I got to ask you: Did you watch any of the games from Lake Tahoe? You know what? I watched a little bit. I wasn't that impressed. Come on, it was all right. I mean, okay, Supreme Ice Technician from the University of Oklahoma, the Blazers Ice Center. Tell me why you were not impressed. Those outdoor things have kind of run their course. You know, they. It was kind of cool when they fired them back up couple years ago and all that is kind of a novelty you know it's kind of neat but now yeah. it's kind of like okay yeah that's great you put you put a hockey rink on the shores of lake tahoe with mountains in the background woohoo big deal what a beautiful setting what a beautiful it, it, setting yeah it was a cool setting i mean it had a cool backdrop and all that but especially especially on uh, on on the second day when the bruins were playing the flyers and the sun went down it reminded me an awful lot of the sunset at the rose bowl um, yeah, just well, just a, a gorgeous, gorgeous setting. Uh, you know, everybody. You know, I guess they kind of stumbled into it by doing the, uh, uh, you know, running into ice problems because they're playing at altitude in the middle of the, you know, about a mile closer to the sun than everything else, and so yeah, well, and didn't the sun, take that the into sun account. Is not your friend. Yeah, yeah. The sun's not your friend whatsoever, especially on dark emblems, right? Dark emblems and yeah, soaking in all that heat. And I don't, and I don't. I know they had a little bit of ice trouble. I did they have any wind at all? I, I didn't really pay that close attention to it. I, I didn't think they had any wind. I thought their their whole issue was the cloud cover was your typical mountain cloud cover. It was everywhere but where the sun was because the sun just yeah. burned it, you know, evaporated it all away. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know I've got I got just a small inkling of experience in outdoor rinks and and I know if you get just a just a small minute mile per hour of wind in the wrong direction it really will wreak havoc on a on the top of an ice surface so well i just thought it was beautiful and i just thought it was awesome uh now granted i didn't i mean well i guess i did i, I watched the i watched the first game the avalanche and the um whoever was it the golden knights yeah uh, i wasn't a big fan of the golden knights uh, jersey i liked it because it was more red than gold yeah, um, so it's that retro throwback thing they're wearing. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it either. Yeah, it kind of looked it. It was it was a mix between uh, for me. It was a mix between that Calgary horse third yeah. jersey and the uh, the the stars. They had kind of a weird looking weird jersey yeah, many years ago. Yeah. Um. So the the red didn't do it for me for uh for the Golden Knights, but boy, that Avalanche jersey looks sweet with the Nordiques. Those are pretty. How about how about the people in Carolina just getting up in arms because they wore the uh, Hartford Whaler jerseys? Yeah, boy, what a you sweet know, jersey! What? And I guess it wasn't the people in Carolina. I guess it was the people back in Connecticut that got uh, a little up in arms that they busted out those Whalers jerseys. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Get a, get over it, right? Yeah, I mean, what's 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 the name of the song that they play that after all the Whalers? Uh, oh, geez, it's going to come to me uh, as soon as we as soon as I quit thinking about it. Um, but it's, uh, oh, what's, oh, Brass Bonanza. That's what it's called. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After they, after they score a goal, I, but come on those, uh, as a Bruins fan, I always loved beating up on the Whalers. It was always kind of like Oklahoma city and Tulsa, you know, you get a little, bro, you get a little brother, big brother syndrome going on here. 
Yeah. You know, it's what Colorado, Colorado State have, Arizona, Arizona State has, Utah, Utah State. Um, uh, but uh, I always enjoyed beating up on them. But uh, what a what a sweet jersey! That green, that green and teal. What a oh, sweet awesome. little logo! Uh, you know, if the people in Hartford got upset, so be it. But uh, I th- yeah. I thought it was awesome that Carolina brought it back and acknowledged the heritage. And I, and I think my other that that Whalers jersey is probably one of my favorites out of that retro throwback. Yeah. And then and then the St. Louis red and red and blues retros mm. that they're wearing those are mm. those are pretty those are pretty stellar mm. okay yeah I'm, i've never been a big blues fan but uh that's I'm that's, a, that's no, just I'm me either. i'm not either but the yeah. but the the old the old school red and blue jersey is pretty cool i uh but yeah but to get get back to lake tahoe i thought that was pretty cool and i i wondered if there was a possibility of being able to pull something off like that up in colorado somewhere for a wchl team to find an outdoor rink and i'm not saying on the shores of any lake i'm just saying it an outdoor rink That'd be pretty cool. Because uh, I know they do have outdoor rinks up in like Gunnison and Steamboat and uh, yeah. Aspen. If, if it'd be kind of cool to uh, veil, you know, it'd be kind of cool if we can find a way to get uh, two teams to play at a neutral site and get something like that going. That'd be kind of yeah, cool. I'd, I'd be down because it is a cool experience doing the whole outdoor thing. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of cool. All right, hey, uh, Andrew, let's really quickly – Look at the uh, at the rankings because they just came out. The ranking number two for Division uh, One just came out today, and I know you're super excited about it. Lindenwood is still number one. Uh, Adrian is still number two, but we have a new. We have a lot of movement after that because Liberty yeah, moves, Liberty moves up a couple of spots to number three. Minot moves up a couple of spots to number four. Iowa yep. State moves up a bunch to number five. Yeah, they the, jumped three. The team that you really uh, that you have in your crosshairs today, Ohio, they moved up a spot to number six. Indiana Tech jumped up to number uh, to number seven. Lawrence Tech is in there at number eight. Davenport at nine, and then the Western Collegiate Hockey League makes an appearance in the top ten for the first time this year. The Missouri State Ice Bears are solid right there at number ten. So uh, good, good for Missouri State. They're in the top yep. ten. Then uh, the rest of the rankings, the, the for the computer, they only did 20 um, because, again, the 21st team, Roosevelt, played Division II teams. And as everybody who's a casual or even a smart listener of the podcast knows, we only count Division I games in computer rankings. So 11 through 20 are Jamestown 11, Maryville 12, 13 is Aquinas, 14 McKendry, 15 Calvin, 16 Midland, 17 Concordia Ann Arbor, 18 Rochester, 19 Cleary, in 20 Waldorf. So uh, from the A conference, number 10, Missouri State is there. And from the B conference, uh, Maryville at 12, McKendry at 14, Midland at 16, and Waldorf at 20. <laughs> Sad trombone. Okay, let's, Andrew, I'm going to just give you the floor. Talk to me about Ohio and why uh, they should not be number six. So number seven last week. They get swept by Adrian and they move up a spot. Yep. They're 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 one and seven. One and seven. Who have they played? The, they've they've played Adrian four times. They've played Liberty twice. They've played Lindenwood uh, twice. The, but it's 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 like I said a while ago. If you're that's all that's all fine and dandy if you're playing the top level teams, but it's at some point you gotta be able to beat some of these top level teams to get credit for these games being played, right? They're mm-hmm. they're they're one and seven. They've beaten one of the top level teams once. Out of out of eight tries. <laughs> well, that that one win got them uh, up to number six. I mean, holy smokes! At this pace, they're going to be what two and two and fourteen at the end of the season. I mean, if they if they keep playing Lindenwood, Adrian, and Liberty, they're gonna be, they're they'll gonna be, be number four. And, <laughs> they're going to be two and fourteen at the end of the season, and they're probably going to be ranked number two on the rankings. So, I mean, good grief! <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. So, not a fan. Not a fan well, of the rankings. Yeah, and it's and it's nothing. It's nothing against uh, Ohio or anything like that. I just one and seven, and you move up to number six. I just just not a fan. Right. Not a not a fan of that move. And then and then we have Lawrence Tech here. That is one zero and one number nine last week moves to number eight this week. All right, 
I'm expect I'm expecting to see teams that aren't in, in even playing right now to crack the top ten before the end of the, <laughs> before the end of the season's done. Oh, with, you you're know? too much. <laughs> teams that aren't even playing. <laughs> oh, you're uh, too much. Oh yeah, but that's my that's my beef with the rankings this week. All right, all right. Well, there's I guess there's some truth there, right? Yeah. If you if you're gonna run with the big boys, you got to be able to beat the big boys. Yeah, you know, it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. I'm trying to uh, get to the thing where I can look and where I can see Ohio's uh, uh, schedule. Here, let me get to it really quick. To do to do, do, do schedule select team M1 Ohio Ohio University. You know they call that the other OU. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay. Let's see who uh, let's see who they have next. They're at Liberty. This weekend, lucky you. Then they're yeah. then they've got Liberty coming back. Then they've got Lindenwood. Then they got Liberty. Then they have Iowa State and Lindenwood. So they are lit- literally Andrew. They're playing. Let's see here. They're playing one, two, three, four, five, six. Six more games against Liberty. Which is what did we say they were in the rankings? Number three. Yeah, number three, they're sitting at two and two. They're playing three more games against Lindenwood, number one, and they're playing one game against Iowa State, number five. Wow, they might be number three or four by the by the time the oh, season's over. Oh, they're gonna be they're gonna be two and fourteen or whatever it is and, and be number two or three. You watch. <laughs> well uh, it's hey, uh, oh, Yeah. To to make it interesting, hopefully they can they can figure it out and start winning some of some of these games, right? Well, we'll see. We'll see. It's uh, I think they're going to be up against it if they're playing uh, Lindenwood a couple of times. But um, yeah, I mean they've got they've got their work cut out just to get back to five hundred, right? Yeah, I no mean, kidding. They're, they're six games below right now. Yeah, with with yeah with like nine more to go. Yeah, that that's not going to happen. That's not going to yeah, happen. Gonna, yeah, it's going to be tough sledding. Tough sledding is right. Well, let's uh, let's take a look at uh, what the what the uh, nationals would look like. Um, because right now, even though we're planning for 20 teams, uh, the realistically, I mean, the, the, the nationals format is typically 20 teams, but realistically that's not going to happen because we only got 21 teams playing. Um, now I did float an idea by the, uh, uh, by the executive director and by the men's one commissioner about having all 20 teams show up or having 20 teams show up, you know, and what the heck they've survived. Let's yeah. go and throw them, um, throw them a bone. Yeah, it was it was received well by one person. It was not received well by another person. So uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, uh, which yeah. is which, still, hey, which is fine. Yeah, even though you're playing, you still there has to be something to play for, right? So you gotta, you know, you gotta get into that top twelve or top fourteen. Right now, it's looking like it's going to be. Uh, I, I would say a twelve. I would say as we sit here today on February the twenty fourth, it's probably going to be a twelve team tournament. Um, that's, but I think that might change as quickly as this weekend. Um, and the reason I say that is, uh, we've talked about it before. Every conference that's active, uh, or that has a team playing in it, that's active will be represented at nationals. So yeah. for instance, Missouri state is the only team active from the Western collegiate league. Missouri state will, uh, earn the Western collegiate leagues bid should they want it, uh, to go to nationals and yeah. I don't see why they wouldn't want it. They just um, won't get a trophy. No trophy, no postseason accolades, <laughs> nothing like that. No banner. <laughs> um, so the so there'll be somebody from the from the Central States League, probably Lindenwood. There'll there'll be somebody from the Great Lakes League, probably Adrian. There'll be somebody from the Eastern States League, probably Liberty. Right. Um, Minot would be the independent team at number four. And then you've got some other, you've got like Indiana Tech would represent the WAC. The Missouri State would represent the Western League. Out of the B Conference, you'd have Maryville because they're the highest ranked team right now at number 12. Yeah. Um, But then after that, we have three conferences that are not playing right now that don't have any teams playing. The Philadelphia Conference, the Pittsburgh Conference, and the New York League Conference or the uh, Buffalo Conference. Now I say that, and so because of that, um, there's only seven guaranteed spots. There's five open spots. So basically, the top twelve that we just ran through in the computer rankings would go to nationals, right? Nobody yeah. get nobody gets bumped because 
with uh, with Missouri State being ten and uh, Maryville being twelve, everybody they're the the two lowest. Everybody else is already up above them. So yep. So they're in. They're in. Now, if those there there are rumblings, we mentioned it last week. There's a team out of Robert Morris, Pennsylvania, is thinking about playing in that Pittsburgh league. Kinesius is thinking about playing out of that New York league. Kinesius and Robert Morris, Pennsylvania, have a game against one another scheduled for this Friday, the 27th. Really? Uh-huh. And so get ready, because that'll be a fact or fiction. So I want you to wrap your head around that one, okay? Okay. Um, so if those guys get going, then theoretically, Robert Morris would get uh, the Pittsburgh League bid, and Kinesius would get the crappy Buffalo League bid which would hmm. bump two teams. Yep. Um, and then out of the Philly League, there are three teams that are trying to get going, George Mason, Towson, and William Patterson. Um, I, now, George Mason and Towson, I'm not aware that they have any games scheduled. William Patterson does have some games scheduled. So uh, if they do get going, they could take the, the auto bid. Take another one, yeah. So uh, that's why I say uh, if if Kinesius and Robert Morris, Pennsylvania, actually play this weekend as scheduled, I wouldn't be at all surprised to see the 12-team format all of a sudden expand up to 16. And, really? Yeah. So I think uh, I think that's probably the way it's going to – I don't think we're ever going to get to 20, not this season. Not for, uh, You know, we're not going to get 20 of 21 teams going to nationals. Um, but I think uh, 16 might – is probably where we're going to end up landing if those teams actually play this weekend. Interesting. Yeah, if they don't, if they don't end up playing. And again, we only have four weekends left. March 28th is the last um, weekend or the last day for games to count for Nationals because Nationals will be April 15th. Um, so we've got four, basically four weekends left uh, of games to play. And if uh, Buffalo, if that crappy Buffalo uh, league or the terrible Philadelphia league or the terrible uh, Pittsburgh league, get some teams playing in the next four weeks, they could snipe a, a, a place at nationals. So, and then, and then, and then Andrew, we're not even taking into consideration the possibility that a team that's going to nationals would have to, at the last second, not attend due to a positive test or something happening due yeah, to COVID, then, right? Yeah. Then, then what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if you so sixteen might be a little bit more workable because heaven forbid, let's say, uh, let's just say an Iowa State uh, gets a positive test, you know, and number five can't make it. Well, if number five can't make it in a twelve-team tournament, man, that's a that's a big thing, right? But if yep, you've got number yep. five and can't make it in a sixteen-team tournament, well. You can kind of you, you can you can adjust better with that. Yeah, yeah. And and realistically, I'm probably talking about not necessarily number five, but you know, let's let's look at like a like a number twelve, a Maryville. Yeah. You know, or number thirteen, whoever that would be. Um, you know, I, let's see here. Thirteen would be, I think, right now, thirteen would be Aquinas. So let's say an Aquinas or a McKendry at fourteen can't make it. Um, you know, but due to COVID, well, then you can adjust, right? Yeah. You can adjust down. Um, but, uh, so I'm thinking 16 is probably where we're going to end up if, if those, uh, if those teams in the next, get to start playing here in the next four weeks. And especially if they, Kinesius and Robert Morris play this weekend. So kind of wild, but we're... Sounds like we all need to hold on to our socks here for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of disappointing because I would, I would really like for 16 teams to go, but for, you know, none of those other terrible conferences to go either. But uh, that's just me. Yeah. That's uh, just me yeah. being arrogant and snotty. I, I kind of I agree with you. All right, Andrew. You ready to play a little <laughs> fact or fiction? Oh, yeah. Somebody on the outside of, that's listening to this, write this down for me. I'm writing all this down. Come on. It, uh, we're recording not, this. No, no. Somebody other than you, whoever listens to this tomorrow, <laughs> write this down for me and, uh, and tweet it and tweet it into us. You are too much. All right. Here we go, Andrew. Uh, I'm going to let's let's start right where we ended. Fact or fiction. Robert Morris, Pennsylvania and Kinesius will indeed play a game 
this weekend, Saturday, February the 27th. Fact. Fact. Oh, boy. I'm afraid you're right. All right. Let's uh, look at um, the WCHL. Um, Missouri State is going to stay at home in Spring Vegas. They're going to host the number one team in the nation, Lindenwood. The Fighting Zombos are coming down to Springfield. So here we go, Andrew. Fact or fiction, Missouri State wins one of the two games. I'm going to say a fact also. Woo, look at you. I'm going to say fact also. WCHL Homer here on the WCHL podcast. I like it. Yeah, they, Missouri State's got a bad taste in their mouth after that what thirteen to three or whatever it was. Yeah, thumping they took by them. Uh-huh. So they've got they've got something to prove this weekend. So I got I got faith in them. All right, so Missouri State wins a game against Lindawood. In other words, Lindawood loses their first game of the year this weekend. Is what you're saying? That's a fact. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's and talk- then Ohio's going to move to number one. <laughs> well. <laughs> You knew where I was going with my next one because it's Ohio at Liberty this weekend, and it's a fact. Ohio is going to sweep Liberty. Fact or fiction? Mm. Ohio sweeps. Not a chance. Fiction. (laughs) Uh, You were down on the Bobcats. All right. So, so far, you say that Robert Morris and Canisius will play. You say most Missouri State will indeed win one of the two games against Lindenwood, and you say that Liberty – that Ohio will not sweep Liberty. Yep. All right, here we go. We got two more to go. Are you ready? Are you sitting I'm down? Ready. Are you sitting down? Lay it on me. Lay it on me. Maryville from the B Conference is at Midland for two games. Maryville and Midland both played earlier this season. They both split. Um, and they're uh, one and two, basically, in the conference. Uh, so here it is. Fact or fiction, Midland in Maryville split this weekend. Fact or fiction? A uh, fact. A fact? Really? Okay. All right. I figured you would have given the nod to Midland for playing at home. Nah, nah, nah. All right. Here, 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 here we go. I want to split. Here we go. We're going to do a, uh, this, this is a side bet. Side bet. Okay. Uh, fact or fiction? Um, number 40 for Midland, Luke Sanko will oh. get 10 penalty minutes or less. Oh, no, 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 no. It, we'll just do the over-under at 10. Are you taking over or under? Oh, well. Uh, and it's and it's uh, the whole weekend, not just a game. It's the whole weekend. Let's see. Where's my boy? Hang on a second here. <laughs> oh, I'm taking the over. <laughs> All right, you're taking the over as a side bet. Now, I'm probably going to get in a lot of trouble for bringing that up, but whatever. That's kind of fun. Yeah. He's yeah, a right. he's a fun little player to watch. He's so annoying, but he's a good little he can <laughs> he can he can play. Yeah, he yeah. All right. Well, here's uh here's the other uh the other one. Illinois f- will play for the first time this weekend um at Roosevelt. They cannot play at home because their um armory that they play that they usually play out of the big pond is <laughs> it doesn't have any ice and it's being used as a uh, uh covid vaccination station really yeah so illinois is going to play in chicago at roosevelt so here we go illinois factor fiction roosevelt will split with illinois illinois is going to sweep the weekend so you're saying that's fiction roosevelt splits is a fiction because you're saying illinois will sweep all right well very good all right well hey just to recap just to recap so that if there's somebody out there, an independent scorekeeper, the uh, the five things that Andrew says, says it is a fact that Robert Morris and Canisius will play. So those two conferences will, the crappy B conference, or the crappy uh, Pittsburgh and the crappy New York League actually have teams playing. Uh, you say that's a fact. Yep. A fact that Missouri State will win a game against Lindenwood this weekend. You say it's fiction that Ohio will sweep Liberty this weekend. You say it's a fact that Maryville and Midland will split, and you say it is fiction that Roosevelt will split with Illinois in Illinois' first games of the weekend. That is, that's what I'm sticking with. With the and, side, and then, then you have your side bet of Mister uh, Mister will have more than ten penalty minutes <laughs> on the weekend. I hope the guy's an angel. I hope he's uh, an he, absolute angel. He 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 won't be. <laughs> he won't be. Uh, you can't. You're gonna call him po- up and say, hey. The poor kid can't help himself. 
that's the he, when he came down to Oklahoma a couple of years ago. I, I remember we saw him play, and you know he got booted out of the game. And in fact, I, <laughs> I remember he... standing over by the locker room just in case he decided to do something silly or dumb. And he was the nicest young man. And yeah, most of most of them are right. Yeah, yeah, and even after uh, uh, he. Midland played Waldorf in the uh, MCH uh, conference tournament up in St. Louis last year. And um, uh, he was such a class act um, after eliminating Waldorf um, because there were seniors on that team that he had played against for many, many years. And um, it was just, um, he was a class act on the ice and even off the ice under the tunnel. He was just very, uh, it was, it was, I was impressed. So the kid... Well, when the when the whistles are going, the the kid can uh, he can score, but he can also lose his mind. Um, but uh, uh, I hope I hope he's an angel this weekend, and I hope it comes in on the under. But that's just me. He he had fourteen penalty minutes last weekend. Yeah, that was probably what his huh. his lowest weekend. <laughs> probably. <laughs> how, how, how many? You you got it right there in front of you. How many pims does he have total on the season? Uh, let's he, see. Let's he, pull up. Let's pull up Mr. Senko here. Let's see, sixteen games. Yep. Which means he sat. Which means he sat for two. So sixteen games played, eighteen points, nine yep. goals, nine assists. Yep. One hundred twenty-five penalty minutes. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, that's, my, that's my boy. That's your boy. All righty, Andrew. Um, hey, I'm. Uh, let's. Let, what, what else do we got to talk about? Oh, hey, I, a little tidbit of news. Little tidbit of news. Uh, we're going to be down a team next year. I understand that Cornell is leaving the ACHA uh, men's division one next year. Really? Yeah. So, uh, huh. sayonara. See you later. Where are they? Where are they going? Uh, who knows? Doesn't matter. They're going. Going to play in the girls' league or what? They are going to go play in the girls' league. It's uh, right. there. There's a. There's a. Men's Division Three Girls League that plays out on the uh, on the East Coast. They start up a bunch of whiners. And, there you uh, go. Yeah, it's college hockey's finest or college hockey's mm-hmm. something else with an F or something. So huh. uh, they're going to go play o- over there. So uh, sayonara to Cornell. See you later. Good luck to you. Yeah. Whatever. Hasta la vista. Yeah, hasta la vista. Don't let the door hit you. So. Um, so, so there we go. What else do we got to talk about? Nationals. We already talked about nationals, uh, rankings. We already talked about rankings, WCHL toast. Got any gritches, got any gripes, anything like that before we move on to, uh, I, I, I mentioned talking about music. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do have some, I do have some gritches in the music categories. So, uh, well, let's hear it. Well, uh, I don't know if you've listened to the new, uh, Foo Fighters album. Oh boy. That- Oh, it's terrible. Oh. Just, just terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> oh, just, Andrew, Andrew, ter- and, you're hurting and, and me. You know, and you know me. I am a, I am a, I am a huge Foo Fighters guy. You are, a, you are an, a huge Foo for sure. You like to fight Foo with the rest of the Foo Fighters. That is right. And yeah, I, I wasn't, I wasn't impressed. Minus the the run song from the last concrete and gold and i thought they would come back with something a little stronger yeah this time around and i'll i'll be if they didn't disappoint me oh boy yeah all the songs sound the same on that album it's terrible <laughs> well so yeah I, oh, all right it's all awful. right it's awful well that's uh that's that's too bad that's too bad because yeah. that was one of the two albums that i was going to recommend Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, because the first one was going to be, uh, uh, you know, Eddie Van Halen passed away, and uh, yep. his son uh, has started a, a band called uh, Mammoth, and I think it's Mammoth WVH for Wolfgang Van Halen. But they've got uh, his. In fact, the album comes out sometime in June. But he's put out two songs. One is called Distance, and that was, uh, you know, kind of a sad little song about his dad passing. And then he put out uh, this other song recently called You're to Blame. And uh, here, let's just hear, hear the beginning of it really quick because it's a rocker. You know, or maybe we won't hear the beginning of it here. You know, <laughs> how about if I turn my uh, speakers on? Maybe that would work. There we go. It's a little heavy kind, kind of stuff. Yep. Oh, Andrew. Is the hair tingling on your arms? Oh, yes, it is. Oh. 
There you go. All right, that's probably a little too much for you there. But uh, that's called You're to Blame. And so that would be my number one recommendation right now. It's from uh, Mammoth WVH, if you're into some rock and roll. But my second one, Andrew, is definitely Medicine at Midnight by the Foo Fighters. Oh, Here we go. Here's a little cloud spotter from the Foo Fighters, Medicine at Midnight. This song kills. Nah, terrible. Oh, that's not, awesome. Not, not good. The only, the only decent song on that uh-huh. album and it and it's and it's just okay is no son of mine well here we go A little no son of mine off yeah. of medicine at midnight well we can't have any we can't have them you know say anything so i can't hear any music or anything but then i thought yeah. this was a pretty yeah. good one but this does kind of sound a little bit like no son of mine uh oh, yeah, oh we actually heard some lyrics there, but that was "Love Dies Young" by Medicine uh, off the Foo Fighters. Medicine at Midnight. I think that's an, a great little poppy, little fun little album. Nah, not a not a fan, not a fan. Oh, so you so what we're hearing, what we're what we're hearing is that Andrew Majorkirth likes the heavy, just the when in, out of heavy metal, you're more into the heavy. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're you're a tool. You're a godsmack. You're a you're a, not a, yeah. a heavy. Not a not a not a big uh, not a big uh, tool fan. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not a big tool fan. All right. But, uh, Metallica. Yeah, big Metallica guy. Right. I uh, yeah. I like to I like to listen to some Texas Hippie Coalition. They're not bad. Jeez. Oh, so nice. they're not, they're not bad. Right. Yeah, it's. Yeah, you got to be in the mood for that kind of stuff. But. but but the Foo Fighters just didn't do it for you. A little little poppy stuff off this new one. This is a little lighter than their than their normal fare. But this poppy more uh, poppy metal uh, didn't uh, doesn't flip your didn't flip your lid for you. Yeah, yeah, doesn't doesn't do it for me. You know, oh, our, that's our, disappointing. Our our perennial favorite bands here. You know, I thought Pearl Jam's Gigaton or whatever that album was. <laughs> in in the in in the pooper you know nothing <laughs> not just just awful okay and, uh and then you know our my so you and i are big pearl jam guys i'm a big yep i'm a big foo fighter guy and i'm disappointed for the most part in the last two that albums that have come out so all right all right well i've, had to, I've got a third I've one elsewhere i've got a third one for you oh boy what do you got what do you got Oh yeah! Uh-huh. Come on, you gotta know who these guys are. Uh, it can only there you it go. It can only be it, it has to be our second favorite band, Still Panther. <laughs> uh, no, no, that was a little, that was a group of guys. They're older fellows now from uh, from down under, and they only play songs in the chord of E. Uh, that was ACDC with their uh, <laughs> with their latest album Power Up, um, yeah. which is which is okay. I mean it's yeah. it's 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 ACDC. ACDC since Back in Black um, have basically made the same album uh, probably about fifteen times over. Uh, yes, you know, and I think they've struck gold uh, with you know for those about to rock. They, there was a good little tune on there, and then uh, with Thunderstruck, obviously they hit big time with that one. But all their their songs are all the same. Yeah, no, they are. They are. You know, I've, uh, you know, I think you turned me on to these guys, uh, Dirty Honey. Dirty Honey. Yeah, mm. I think you turned. I, I think you. I think you turned me on to those guys. I might. Have, I might have turned you on to something dirty, but I don't know about Dirty Honey. <laughs> yeah. Dirty for yeah. sure, but not not Dirty Honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I tell you, my uh, uh, Barnes Courtney. I, I've kind of gotten into him a little bit. Yeah. The uh, he's not bad. And then okay. there's a, then there's that stupid little song, um, and it's I think I think they're I think it's a couple brothers that record songs in their apartment or something like that. Was it <laughs> was it AJR? I think is what it is, and and Bang is the name of the song. Really? Oh yeah, my my daughter listens to it all the time in oh, the car. Wait, wait, it's not like Baby Shark, is it? No, no, it's 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 not bad. It's it's catchy. It's. You know, it's one of those stupid little songs you sitting in the car and you find yourself snapping your fingers to it as you're as you're driving. You know what I mean? All right. And what's and what's it called? 
Uh, AJR is the band, and Bang is the song. Oh, jeez. Well, yeah, we might have to my... hear a snippet. Hold on for a second. Yeah. Oh, Andrew. Oh, my, my daughter listens to that almost every morning sitting in the school parking lot. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's the, I am it's so not, sorry. It's not it's not bad. It's it could be worse. Next thing you know, you're gonna be telling me that you're listening to like twenty one pilots and to uh you know Taylor Swift I mean, and some other stuff like we're, that. We're moving up in the world. I mean, I used to have to listen to uh, Jojo Siwa, so you know, I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take it. You'll take it, huh? <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, that's funny. Well, Little do we know that um, uh, your musical tastes are being uh, heavily affected by an eight-year-old girl. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, well, I've got two other recommendations um, in, uh, just for me, and just because you, you'll recognize this one band. Uh, whoops, if I can get to it, I just scrolled right all the way past them. Um, they put out a, a pandemic-themed um, uh, pandemic themed uh, album called Strange Days, uh oh, that was it. That was that was Luke from the Struts. I can't go any further than that. I forgot that he says a dirty word in there. So, uh, anyways, the Struts put out an album called Strange Days, and it's a lot of fun. It's the, just the, party stuff. Now, the Struts are awesome. No, wait a second. You're you're just bagging on pop metal with uh with, with the Foo Fighters, and the Struts are nothing but pop metal. Oh, there. The Struts are awesome. The Struts are pretty good. I think I think you and I. Well, I listen, think, listen to that. What, we we seen them once or twice. Twice. Have we seen the struts twice? I think so. Yeah. Maybe we saw them once and it was so good we thought we saw them twice. Yeah. No, they're they're a killer. They're they're great. A lot of fun to see in person. A lot of a lot of good music. Yep. And then the um, and then the last one is it's my very it's my very favorite. It's a it's a it's a fella who. Um, um, he's, he, he, he plays in a band for, uh, with a bunch of guys from Sweden and, uh, we can't talk about that band all that much because, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's verboten. Um, yeah. they've, they've gone, they've gone away, but he's, uh, he's kept himself busy during the, during the quarantine times and he's put on what he's called the Quarantor and it's a guy named Chris Catalyst. Um, he plays a black Hagstrom guitar in this other band that we can't talk about. But uh, he put out this acoustic album, and it's uh, pretty good. It's called The Very Best of the Quarantor. I need to get away a while. The gray replace the anglophile. In the city, it's too busy. I need pretty and no that's just a little bit of it. We can't play all of it because I'll get in trouble. But uh, Chris Catalyst is his name, and his stuff is available on uh, Bandcamp. And um, he's uh, he's got some pretty slick little stuff. Uh, all of it recorded in his living room. He he's got some pretty good stuff. And uh, yeah, if if you want to look up the band that Chris Catalyst might be associated with, they're they're pretty killer. Also, they're pretty killer. You might have to Google Boo. And then uh, yeah. you know, see see what pops up. Yeah. So can I can I can I make a confession though? I had to buy two songs and I felt like I was back in third grade. <laughs> Did you get them on LimeWire? <laughs> got them on LimeWire, yeah, really. <laughs> I hadn't thought of LimeWire in forever. How about that? That's great. No, I had to uh you maybe you've heard this song before. Have you heard this? Regulators. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. I can't can't go too far down into that one. That's old regulate. <laughs> yeah. I had to had to get some old Nate Dog and Warren G going for me. And then the one song I can't play. I mean, um, yes. but has the big E next to it. it. Has the big E next to it, and it's titled "Shake That" by Eminem. It's my favorite Eminem song, and so, uh, but it also has a little Nate D O double G in there, and so. Uh, it's four minutes and thirty four seconds of awesomeness. Yeah. yeah so uh, yeah. if you if you if you're looking to have uh, have a little fun, break out a little uh, shake that and uh, a little bit of Nate Dog and uh, whether you're playing Renegade or or the Eminem tune or whatever, it's it's good stuff. I, but yeah, that made me think back to uh, a long time ago, fifteen twenty years ago. Yep. Yep. So, 
All right. Well, hey, that's enough. That's enough music, baloney, huh? Yeah, we could. We could. You and I could go down a whole another path on that one. Yeah, we could. I still can't believe you don't like medicine at midnight from the Foo Fighters. It's uh, nah, the, the first time I heard it, Andrew. It was. It was like, ooh, this is kind of funky. And then the second, third, and fourth time, I was like, this is pretty damn good. You know what? I I I with the Pearl Jam gigaton or no 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 argument no argument yeah yeah whatever whatever yeah yeah whatever that thing was called i you know i listened to it two or three times and i you know i i kind of what was the the main release song was it gigaton or whatever it was whatever their something whatever the yeah yeah, whatever it was it was dance of the clairvoyance or something like that dance of the clairvoyance yeah it was you know i i kind of i kind of got into that a little bit and then after a while i was like this song is terrible this album's terrible yeah and i and i I turned it off and then i you know my initial reaction on the new foo fighters album was the exact same thing well I'd, 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 i'd give it another listen i'd give it another listen you know, I, I listened. You know, I listened to the Concrete and Gold by the Foos. Yeah. When it came out, and you know, their song "Run" is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I mean, and if you and if you and if you want to watch a, just an absolute killer music video, oh, look gosh. up the music. Look up the music video for "Run" from the Foo Fighters. It yeah. is. It is. What is it? Four minutes long, four and a half minutes long, whatever it is, yep. of just pure awesomeness. It's just pure chaos, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It is. It is great. And uh, you know, then there's a couple others that Lottie Lottie Da song is not bad on that Concrete and Gold album. And then, but everything else is just kind of ho hum. And uh, I just kind of got the ho hums from the new album too. So well, we'll, that's that's too we'll bad. See. I- uh, the, the Pearl Jam album, Gigaton, I agree with you. I mean, we've seen Pearl Jam, I don't know, a half oh, dozen, good. more than a half oh. dozen times. Yes. Um, one of us is a member of the uh, 10 Club, one of us is not. Um, <laughs> yep. But uh, so we've been all over and seen uh, seen Pearl Jam. And I got a, f- I, I agree with you. The album is kind of lackluster, but I figure some of those songs are probably built more for the stage. And yeah. Um, maybe they would have been a little bit better had we seen them live. But yeah, pandemic. Yeah pandemic took that out of our hands and then uh but some of the these foo fighter songs they're pretty they're pretty fun i think you'll enjoy them yeah i'll 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 listen to it a few more times before i just go completely thumbs down but we'll we'll see all right well hey next week um we'll 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 have plenty to talk about because we'll have uh we'll be able to review andrew's factor fiction and see how he did with uh and we'll see how missouri state did hosting the Fighting Zombos uh, down there at uh, Spring in Springdale. Maybe we'll hear the other half of the Gary Unger interview that uh, since we only got to hear one half of it um, uh, during the uh, Midland series. Uh, so that'll, that'll be kind of fun. Um, and then uh, I guess we'll hopefully we'll get some clarification uh, further as to what's going on in terms of the Nationals field, if it's going to be 12 or if it's going to be 16 teams. Um, again, I believe it's probably going to end up, as we sit here today, it's definitely 12. But if the teams play, if those other teams play this upcoming weekend, I think it'll expand to 16, which will be interesting. Yep, that'll be interesting. And then, uh, and then Andrew, we, we did music. Let's let's talk TV shows, because I've got one TV show in particular. Uh, the, 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 um, the Wizard, all hat, no cape, um, the, the rankings master himself the mathematician he's been after me to watch this one particular show uh and i finally did and andrew i have to say it's 10 episodes long i'm we'll we'll talk about it next week but it is pure perfection it is (laughs) it it is just it is just incredible so let's uh have that in mind for for next week and we can talk um we can talk uh tv shows to binge or something like that there you go there you go we can we can get into that if you disagree with our music taste or if you have uh, other music recommendations, let's hear it. You can hit us up on Twitter. Uh, the Western Collegiate Hockey League is at westernchl.com, but we're also on Twitter at westernchl. This podcast is on the Twitter at wchlpod. That's probably where you'll have your best luck at hitting us up on music. Uh, or you get us at our personal accounts. I'm CJP in OKLA. Andrew is uh, Stickford AM. And uh, you can see there's a little bit of, if you follow one of the two of us on Twitter, Andrew gave me a hard time because last Friday <laughs> was uh, the first day of Lent. And so he sent me a picture of a nice gigantic steak. And oh, my I mouth started wandering, watering. I was like, oh, 
I, I apologize for that. That was to the wrong person. <laughs> I, I sent that to the wrong person. Uh, I apologize. Yeah. What a, what a, what a mistake. That's all right. I, I responded back with a, a picture of my favorite triangle fish. Um, so uh, my long johns uh, craving, if you, my annual long johns craving has been satisfied. So I'll have oh. to find something new for, uh, for this Friday. Oh. Uh, probably... Uh, I don't know about your parents. My parents made something called blank on a shingle. It begins with an S and an H. <laughs> and we called it, you know, and it was some sort of, you know, tuna and peas concoction that you put on oh, toast. God. Well, that's why it's oh. called something on a shingle. Um, <laughs> but uh, I might end up going oh. that route. It's, uh, oh, it's pretty good. I just, I just go without dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, my Lord. Yeah, it's all right. But I'll... Uh, Anyways, give us a hard time if you if you want on our whether it's my uh, Friday uh, meal choices or whether it's uh, Andrew's uh, terrible music choices. Uh, oh, and listening to this bang and AJR that his eight year old daughter's listening to. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, again, if you have uh, things that you might want to talk about, whether it's uh, uh, how terrible the ACHA is running or how awesome the ACHA is running or how incredible the commissioner of the Western Collegiate Hockey League is, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know uh, if you have any questions. We're, we're, we'll, we always like to interact with folks. Yep. Yep. And I, and, and, and watch my Twitter account this week. Yeah. I am going. I am going to get a. Uh, I'm going to try to get a hashtag started and and get it going around. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Just watch for that to come out. Just I'll, watch. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll tag a few people to kind of get some headway on it and, oh, try, boy. and try to get it rolling. So we'll we'll see. Something to look forward we'll to, huh? Yeah, I've never I've never tried to get a hashtag to go to get started and get and go viral. So we'll we'll see if I can't pull it off a little bit here. Do you, do you even know what a hashtag is? I'll get my daughter in here and she'll figure it out. Hi, <laughs> <So. laughs> there we go. See, I, the truth would eventually come out. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> hey, we want to thank all 11 listeners or 12 or 16 listeners, however we have. I know that Stan Melton is listener number 14, so we have at least that many. Um, we apologize if we offended, we, but we do greatly appreciate the fact that you guys listen to this podcast. You can find us on wherever you get podcasts these days, on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and wherever else. Um, so uh, check us out, recommend us to your friends, recommend us even better to your enemies if you want to inflict some pain on their ears. Um, but uh, we do appreciate you listening. We appreciate you caring enough about the WCHL to... Uh, to uh, put up with this hour or so of banter and um uh we look forward to uh, you know a good the conclusion here to this season and the nationals and more importantly we look forward to seeing everybody at a rink so yes. wear a mask wash your hands stay safe get vaccinated when you get a chance and um because uh, i want to see everybody let's get back to normal here in uh august when the fall season rolls around again Yes, let's do it. All righty, Andrew, I'm going to hit the button. Let's get out of here. All right, everybody be safe. Take care of yourselves. Look after your neighbors. We will catch you on the flip side. <laughs>